No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just laughing because, like, I mean, Team Trevino has so much going on. Uh-huh. All, all positive, guys. All positive. Um, we are we are gonna produce uh, a special for Netflix. I can finally say it. Oh, that's right. Last yes. time I like I almost or I didn't almost I spilled the beans and they well, bleeped I mean, it out. Well, I mean, people are starting right? to figure it out, but. Um, but you know, Rick is, is gosh, I mean, you know, I don't think we could do any of this without Rick. So Rick is, is the production company for the special and he's got calls and a lot of things went on with the Trevino's. And then, uh, we literally just asked Lori, we're like, are you going to stay in there for the podcast? She's Mm -hmm. like, I got a lot of shit to do. And she's just like. (laughs) Rick's like, I'll be gone for the first 15 minutes and I then I'm jumping off and you can yeah. tell he's in the car. Like he's on, he's mobile at the moment. Yeah. Um, so yes, we have a lot of things to do. And yes, um, for the first time in the Trevino career, uh-huh. uh, we are having somebody else produce a special for us. Um, so this is our first time, you know, so it's it just all the hard work has paid off. And, yeah. and, and also, you know, when you say produced, I mean, we're still using people that we've worked with before, yes, but we're but, bringing in new people too. we're not paying too. for it. Yes, we're not paying for it. Yes, Netflix is finally paying us to do a special. Yeah. So um, it is super, super exciting. And, and, and again, like when, you know, when it comes to that, uh, what I will say to people is that, you know, continue. And, and by the way, not to mention, Netflix is like, hey, we trust you guys. Do your thing. Do it the way you want to do it. Mm-hmm. So we also got to a point where doing it ourselves has led us to this point to where you have a track record we have proven to them that we can do it and that we do it well not only that you know in the past you have been a producer yeah um you have been a a assistant director Mm -hmm. and because of that it has now led to this moment that you get to be the director yeah so we're, we're just so excited and and san antonio uh, we are going to film at the Tobin Center. Yes. Uh, we're already sold out one show, which is Saturday at 7 uh-huh. o'clock. We're adding a second show Saturday, and hopefully we will do Friday too so that I could film Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And then we'll take the best moments from the whole weekend. I mean, you usually end up killing it in one show. It's not like the best moments of your performance typically. It's more like camera. We want to be able to get different camera angles. Different camera angles and directing and the audience and the theater. And there's just so much to get. But I I mean, I don't want to dwell too much on this, but I'm so excited. I am too. You know, that 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 happened for us. And and it's just, it it really is super, super cool to to not have the feeling of like, and, and and not to have to be creative and, okay, are we going to make enough money to, to pay for this special. And I mean, I literally just paid off one of my specials yeah. till death. Like, yeah. you know, the, the, the cost of it is so high, you know, it, it's like, man, you know, we end up partnering with other people financially and they help us out or, mm-hmm. or, you know, Rick and his team come in and they do it for minimal call. I mean, we're always right. having to be, you know, creative. So it, it is fun now to not have to worry about, oh, crap, how are we going to figure this out, you know? Right. And, and to see Rick, like, you know, Rick's at Tobin Center with us as we're scouting, and he's like, ah, we got money now. We can do this. We can do that. We can, you know, <laughs> to see Rick get excited. So yeah. um, Team Trevino is is doing big things, and we're so excited about it. And, and again, I'm so happy, 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 happy to film this special, yeah. get that material out there, and yeah. then start over. Yes. So. Someone, someone was asking me, even like a, a friend of ours was asking, she was like, okay, so have we already seen this show? 
And I said, well, yeah, you've come, you've seen him, you know, at a live show. I said, so it's going to be the sandwich bit. It's going to be the truck bit. You know, it's like going through the bits with her that are going to be on the story of how you and I met, which I love. I'm so excited that that's finally going to oh, be I'm so excited special. too. And, but, but, you know, this particular, well, COVID, you know, really kind of fucked things up because we were going to film, before, you know, during when COVID hit, we were yeah. already going to film a special Yes. Then COVID happened, so then we had to push that special back, and then I had to go back on the road and tune that special up, and then finally we filmed that special, and then yeah. and then you know took forever to get that special out into the world, which is on YouTube right now. I speak yeah. wife. Then it was like, well, by the time we filmed, the, I mean, it's just been it might so finally we're back on schedule. I was um you know because I've been watching all the comedy specials like crazy just to kind of see what what people are putting out. And I can't even remember. I've seen so many. I can't remember which comic it was, but one of the specials I was watching, the comic said the same, you know, he didn't go into depth on a ton, but he was like, I was supposed to film this special a lot before COVID, a long time ago, you know? So I think it happened to, to a lot of, of comics, comics, you know? Yeah. And But I will say that, you know, thank you for being patient with me. Those of you that come to to my shows over the years and, and you see the material, and yes, it's still funny, and, and I'm glad that you don't sit there and go, oh, this again. Well, hopefully it got better and hopefully you enjoyed it. But those of you, after November, when we film, yeah. we're going to start over. You know, we're going to get rid of the truck story. We're going to get, you know, and, and yeah. start really trying to, to put together um, a new special. So yeah. I'm super excited. I'm also playing Vegas in December, um, which leads right into what we're about to talk about. Uh, December 10, 11, 12, 13. I you will have be, lots of great dates yeah. coming up. Virginia Beach, Buffalo, St. Louis, Missouri, Charlotte, North Carolina, which I've never done the Carolinas. I think I want to try yeah, and I think the family's going to go you. there right before San um, Jose. I mean, you're all over the place. You're doing Minnesota. You're doing Louisville. Um, you go back to Irvine. I feel like you haven't, you did Brea, but you haven't done Irvine it's been in a, a while long time Irvine, either. Yeah. And Albany, you're doing New York. Super miss San Diego. We got to get a date in San yes, Diego. Yes, we were talking about it. that. I'm excited for New York too, though. We got to figure that out because your schedule that week is crazy. Oh my gosh, it's and, nuts. And we got Garrett wants to do New York too. Yep. Well, we got to figure it out. But um, as you guys know that, that have been following us here at the Trevinos, um, man, it has been a couple things to talk about on this one. Uh, but it has been a, a exceptionally emotionally tough um, year. Yeah. You know, um, it has not been easy this year with with family stuff going on, uh, with Renee's family, with scheduling. I mean, it, it's just been it's been tough. Yeah. So um, we did a couple things. You know, I, I did take July off, as you guys know, and and we did do Hawaii and we talked. Which a lot has been about, nice. I thought it would feel like things slowed down a little. It does. It did it. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it. it doesn't feel like that, um, but it has been nice to have you home. But so last week, um, Saturday, or yeah, this last weekend, um, I helped a friend of mine, um, Mark, who owns Compadre's Restaurant in Bernie, Texas. Yes. Which, by the way, passing through Bernie, stop at his place. It is Tex-Mex Barbecue Fusion. Bernie's such you a know. cute little town, too. We don't really spend time there because it is a bit a of a drive for us, and, but it's a really and, cute little town. But, oh, my gosh, his food is just, I mean, brisket, queso. I mean, it's Tex-Mex. Barbecue meets Tex-Mex and birria tacos. With, I mean, it's just. What is that? Delicious. What did you say? Birria tacos. I don't like, even know what that oh, is. You, well, I'll take you to go get some. They're amazing. But um, he started a thing with, with WWE wrestler Bill Goldberg um, called the Purple Heart Foundation where he. He does a gala and raises money for Purple Hearts in yes. particular. Um, so I told him that I would, you know, I would, I'm happy to help him 
with his stuff. So Saturday, we were able to go to the gala. Yeah. And it was nice because, you know, cousin Frank and his wife Lucy came into town, spend a couple days with them. Um, and, fr and Frank, I would say that he is the most like me cousin. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's. I love Frank. Me he's, and him are. He's are funny. Funny. He's smart. You know, he, yeah. He's like me. He's like me. Right? <laughs> Um, but no, you know what he, he is? He's funny and he's very smart, but he is like you. He's like low-key smart. People just think he's goofy like you. People just think you're goofy. They don't realize how smart you are. They, wow, this is a new one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Any, anytime you compliment me, I get like, uh, Surprised? like what, of what do I do? What's happening right I'll now? I'll give you a little credit, baby. Um, so we were able to not only have Frank and Lucy here and catch back up with them and their, their daughters and and you know, but we were able to take them to the to the gala with us and, yeah. and hang out with them. And we just love when Frank and Lucy come and, and spend a couple of days with us. And um, but the one thing that I do want to talk about is that there, you know, there are moments, and and I, I posted it on on Facebook and, and Instagram that just they just take uh, what's it, they they hit you. It, 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 I mean, it brings you to the present. If you're, just, is that what man, you mean? Like it, you're someplace else, and all of a sudden you realize it just like, hits your heart. It hits your soul, you know. And this 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 woman, you know, came up to me at the gala, and she said, "Oh my God, I just I wanted to meet you, and I wanted to tell you, she is a gold star mom, Mrs. Which, Castro, which means that that she lost her son in in combat, um, which." You know, I, I can't even begin to understand or fathom. I mean, I'm getting emotional talking about it and thinking about it. What that must be like or what she must be feeling or what you go through, you know, to send your, your pride and joy off to the military and then to find out that, that your son was killed. Like, yeah. I just can't imagine. But, but the moment that I had with her, she came up to me and, and, you know, she said, I just wanted to come meet you and your wife because before COVID, you know, her son passed in 2015. She said before COVID, I was able, we, you know, we were able to go to therapy sessions. We were able to go out and have dinners. We, you know, she was, we were able to keep our brain Try and occupied be social, and even though it was hard. be social yeah. and, and go out. She was, but COVID hit the counseling stopped the social interaction stopped. We're stuck at home with our thoughts. And yeah. she said, that's when we discovered you and Renee. She said, we started watching you guys on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, you're retelling the story. You know, it's giving me and, chills and she was just so sweet. She was just so sweet. And she said, your, your sense of humor, your relationship with your wife, watching you guys joke around. She said, it was just so healing for me. And she said, I just, appreciate your sense of humor and, and thank you for doing what you do. And, and I yeah. just, it's moments like that where you go, man, it is worth it. Yeah. You know, taking, taking that time out of our week to do the podcast, you know, to, to travel and go out to perform. It, it is just, it is, it is definitely worth it. You well, know? and sometimes it feels so silly and frivolous and, and then for someone to, for you to see right in front of you how it impacted and affected someone is just, it, it, it is, it's, it's heartwarming. A, it really is heartwarming and it, yeah. it really is a, a, a beautiful thing. And, and man, I just came home that night 
praying about her and 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 just really trying to to understand what she must be going through yeah. right and and I look at my son I look at my daughter and I just go you know I, I cannot ima- I just I can't I can't comprehend it yeah you know and and that was the big debate too is like you know is are galas like this comforting to parents like that yeah. where we honored because we ended up that night we honored her son um you know and and several other parents there that that lost yeah. their kids um and i just wonder like does it is it one of those things that that warms them and makes them feel better yeah i mean there was or? a table with frames of all these young men in uniform you know their pictures and it's exact it's like is it is it painful to have to be there and see that and open up those old wounds we talked about? But I think um, Lucy, who's a school, school counselor, said no. She said I think it you you want that that they're still remembered, you know, that it wasn't for naught. Like yes, it's hard, but the fact that their memory lives on is comforting. They they were here. Yeah. No. It, they it, did make an impact. But it was a beautiful night and and. You know, uh, again, man, I try, try, try so hard um, to give back of my time and my efforts. And, yeah. You know, um, because that, because I do think that, you know, being this blessed and this lucky to, to tell jokes for a living, that that's part of the responsibility. Yeah. Right? Well, when you talk about her, I said it, it makes you want to put more positivity out in the world however you can, whether it's being silly here on the podcast or... You are so good at being an auctioneer, the way you show up at these we events, and money. you just raise money. You guilt people into it. <laughs> I guilt them. You I try like, to be funny. They're like, wait a minute. I just said yes. Did I just raise my hand? Yep. Um, but I don't, I don't know what we raised, but it was at least 50000 and and I'm happy to do it. And, and, and just a, a testament to, to Bill Goldberg as well. I mean, I think that he takes on the same responsibility that, hey, man, I'm this big international superstar yeah i should give back and he's always so generous with his time and yes and takes pictures and then um we met shiloh as well and uh-huh. and, and shiloh uh please look him up very very funny motivational speaker fucking great guy yeah but he was completely burned and and he lost his ears and he has these magnets in, implanted it's like, in a, his head. like a barbell clip and they're they're and magnetic he put, he's there. able to put his ears on right and, uh-huh. and he has some spock ears which is even funnier right um but man <laughs> super cool guy and he's speaking uh-huh. apparently he does comedy so um i'm gonna reach out to him because i would love to have him yeah on some of my dates uh, uh as a comic and, he's and he was such a dynamic speaker so i, I great same thing i would love to see him on stage because i thought he was a great funny great speaker. great speaker confident yeah you know um and his story is just i mean unbelievable right what he lived through what yeah. he lived through and and you know in a coma for for two months and i mean just the man is is phenomenal so that was our saturday and then sunday Renee and I decided, okay, we don't want to be away from the kids too much, but we need, at this point, we just need some husband-wife time. Yeah. Keep it simple, you know. <laughs> I'm laughing because you say keep it simple. I think most couples do a weekly date night, which we don't. We, But we, we got on a plane and snuck but, away. But, but simple is a point to, you know, no entourage, no no shows, no 
circus, no, you know, yeah. just me and you, another couple. And we ended up with, with, with three couples total. And that was perfect. Including us. Including yeah, two other couples. Yeah, yeah, six total. Um, and we all we left Sunday, landed, and we were, boom, let's make the best of literally the two days. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That we're going to be in Vegas. Uh -huh. Checked in. Um, our first thing, I mean, literally showered, you know, got dressed and went to our first dinner. Yeah, was, I didn't realize once we landed, you, originally we were like, oh, we'll have a little time to decompress in the hotel room. No, well, no, because we, we were going to do dinner at um, 8 o'clock at my friend Nick's restaurant, which, uh -huh. by the way, Nick is always so amazing oh, to us. Yes. Um, so he you. had us scheduled at 8 o'clock, but then he calls and he goes, dude, we do a close-up magic show um, at, at the library in yeah. Park MGM, which, by the way, Food, amazing. Atmosphere, amazing. Just a beautiful restaurant. Amazing food. Uh -huh. it, it really blows And sometimes mind. they do a show in there, too. Like, if you if you have not... I feel like people don't talk about the library a lot. Like, when you read Vegas hot restaurants or whatever, it doesn't always come up. Maybe they want to keep it a secret, but the library is awesome. Unbelievable. But in, in the side room, they had a close-up magic show with, with a guy they call the rabbit. Yes. Oh, my God, dude. It was amazing amazing show get a ticket to go see this because person i mean there's there ain't but 40 people in the room oh you think so i mean it it's very intimate it's close it's especially the it's like close-up magic is what they call it so it's meant to be done in a small room with people close but of course nick puts me in the front row and then all of a sudden me and renee are part of the show and he's using me as I a, mean, he pretty much used everybody in the front row, to be honest. For but it, but things, in, in but. a classy way, like, didn't make yeah. anybody feel uncomfortable. I mean, just his show, I just can't tell you enough. I mean, his show, he threw a fucking knife at me. Yes. I don't want to give yes. away the show because this is the kind of show that I don't want to tell you what happens. No. But, but at the end of the show, he put this board around my neck and the board is probably two feet by two feet and, it, and it's sitting in front of me. And everybody throws their cards in the air, and he throws this knife, and it hits me. You felt it. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, and he's like, no, I, Steve, I, because I got to talk to him after. <laughs> he's a fan. I'm a fan of him. He's a fan of mine. He goes, oh, I threw a knife at you. I'm like, holy crap. But man, the show was, he comes out in this like, like, oh, tell him uh, when you get your tickets, you have to say, well, something. you're not supposed to give it away. Oh, you shoot. said, I'm not going to give it away. Rick, you're going to have to bleep it out. But when you check in at the desk, you there's like a certain phrase so that they know to lead you to this particular room. It's, you know, and then um, we're totally giving away no. all the secrets. No, we're not. We did not know none of the tricks. But and you don't know the location until the day of. But the show is like an hour and 20 minutes or 30 minutes. And I did not lose interest at all. Oh, no. I, I enjoyed, and, and I mean, he has you on your toes, and you're like, oh my God, what is next? Well, what you is know, he going to do? Some magicians are like, because I, I love performance art, so I feel like you and I have seen quite a few magicians over the course of our relationship, but some of them are much better at the magic than the comedy, you know, because there is your playing and the, the playing with the audience, and he was just so good at all of it, and he wasn't cheesy, like it was... It was oh good. no, he was he was awesome and and like I said, hour and twenty minutes, close up magic. One dude, he did have an assistant come out and do it. Every magician has an assistant. Yep, do a trick with him. But um, I mean, I was just engaged. I was laughing. I was enjoying the show. I was on my toes. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? 
what's going to happen, you know, and, and everything just pieced together throughout the night, the way he, yes. he did his show. Fucking amazing. And then after that, sat down, had the most incredible meal, um, had a couple bottles of wine, had some cocktails, hung out. But the problem was Nick overfed us. And I just, I just Because he was say, like, do you want to order or do you just want the chef to cook for you? And the move is always... Tell the chef to cook. Yeah, the chef Whatever just the brought, chef wants to bring out, we will Bring eat. it up. Um, but I, I want you to know that my goal was, and through our relationship, kind of learning and trying to be a better husband, uh-huh. my goal was, I'm going to spend as much time with Renee yeah. as she wants, and I'm going to make an effort, a real effort, yeah. to hang out with my wife. And not run to the craps table. <laughs> so I had planned that we would go to um, Losers at the MGM, listen to some live music, and dance with my wife. But as soon as we get there, all you girls were like. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, well, well, we came all this way to dance with you guys and have drinks. <laughs> and the girls were just like, we're just tired. We're just tired. And I'm like, well, we're not tired. What are we going to do? And all the girls were like, we just want to go to bed. That's what we want to do. We're just like, take us back to Fucking to perfect. Hotel. Y'all go to bed. We'll go to the craps table. Yeah. But you had big plans for, for Saturday, you and the girls. Oh, the girls and I had a great Saturday. We had, um, you had suggested, you were like, so the guys and I can gamble during the day. Why don't you and the girls set up a couple of hours at the spa? Which we did. One of um, One of our friends, Jen, had never gotten a massage before she'd never had that experience of like being in a spa and it's vegas is pretty awesome place to do it um they have amazing spas so we did that for a few hours and then we came back and caught up with you guys a few hours you got all fucking day no it was just a couple no, you hours. came back for like 20 minutes and then you're like um we also have shopping plans <laughs> we did we shopped and we got our makeup done but even that, I want everybody here that, that watches and listens to know that even then I go, Carlos and I will walk with you guys as you shop. I was really trying to make an effort to spend more time with you than on the table. Yeah. But I will say, uh, you guys, oh, then y'all went and did your makeup? We went and got our makeup done. Yes. What so, did you guys do while we were getting our makeup done? We gambled a little bit, hung yeah. out, relaxed. You know, I mean, we were out till... Six in the morning. So the next day for us was a little. <laughs> just catching up. Yeah, just yeah. Re- we were real chill. Um, yeah. And Jake, as a matter of fact, was like, I just want a fucking IV. I need an IV. We didn't end up getting one. But, um, but you came back to the room. And then our room was actually facing the sphere, the new sphere. And we saw it lit up. Like, it is unfucking believable That thing's crazy. It's, so it's a sphere made entirely of... Like LED LED screens, yeah. And the whole thing just transforms and morphs into whatever. It's unbelievable, man. And so we got to see that. And then day two was dinner at Joe's. Yes. Uh, Stone Crab, not Joe's Crab Shack. Joe's Stone Crab. It's your favorite Uh, restaurant. That is my well, for for specifically your surf and turf. Uh huh. For a good steak and for the the best. King crab you will ever eat That's in your life. That's a good life. way to put it, for good surf and turf. Yeah. yeah if yeah. for the best king crab you will ever eat in your entire life, Joe's Stone Crab. Yeah. And I love stone crab, so we also had some stone crab, uh-huh. is the absolute be- I mean, the if you like king crab, 
there it's a different experience. Yeah. If you think king crab is good anywhere else and you love it, it'll blow your fucking mind. Yeah. Even Carlos was like, oh, this is different. This is not what I expected. Yeah. Went to Joe's and then we went to Absent. 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 Yes. Like the liquor. Yeah. Unfucking believable. Yeah. I mean, I, it's been in Vegas for a long time. But we just had never had a chance to see it. And I said, oh, you know, oh, I want to see it. Like, at some point, we need to see that show. It is impressive. It is funny. It is raunchy. Very raunchy. It is not the show to take your prude friend to. (laughs) Yeah, if if you have a problem with raunchy, don't go. Yeah. But, I mean, but everybody fucking... Everybody's, oh, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not into that. No, but, but it's, it's, I get it. It's no, but, but what you don't realize is that when they're in Vegas by themselves, they're all about it, right? No, it's, it's I mean, people, it's. I get, I can get, I, yes, we it, should definitely me, preface look, it. We it loved is, it and thought it was funny. It is just words and we're all grown ups. We're all adults. Like it's. It is very blue. If that stuff makes you uncomfortable, blue. then it won't be the show for you. But it is because it is very raunchy. But it is like the theater nerd in me just could not get enough of the production value of the show and the, the pace and the comedy. It, like it was so good. Unbelievable, man. And and the the host guy, great, great. I'm not gonna say anything bad about him. He's great. But Juan, the girl that plays Wanda is one of the funniest people. And I don't know her name because the cast rotates and they don't give you like a program like when you go to a Broadway she, show. So we can't say her. We don't know her name. But I rarely laugh out loud. But she made me laugh out loud. Yes. Her character. Her physical comedy. Her physical comedy. Her delivery. I mean, I was genuinely gut laughing. And I never do that. Yeah. Like, as Her com- commitment to that character. Oh, as just- a comic, I see comics. I, and and m- any comic will tell you, when comics watch other comics and, and a comic does something really funny or good, we just go, oh, that's funny. That's our way of saying, <laughs> I, I would laugh there. Yeah. If, if I was a civilian, I would laugh there, right? Uh-huh. But I rarely laugh at a show. I laugh with my friends. Yeah. Like my friends and I, we fucking joke around and we laugh, but... To watch a show, it's very... But she made me... I mean, she made me laugh. Yeah. And then, holy shit, the the acrobatics and the 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 strength of these people, yeah. women and men. So Absinthe is at Caesars. If you've ever been in Vegas, it's the there's this red and white striped tent in front of Caesars, and it is a variety show. But it's but like a trippy. It's supposed to be like a trippy variety show, trippy raunchy variety show. And, and it is, man. I mean, at one point in the aisles, these poles come up, and these women, hot women, <laughs> get on there, and the whole pole is swaying back and forth and to the side to the point where they're almost touching. The audience, uh-huh. I mean, it was freaking amazing. The first guy, holy shit. Dude, he comes out. He's a little shorter than me, but he is ripped. Yeah. Definitely had to have been in the Olympics or something in the in gymnastics. Because uh-huh. he was from the Ukraine. The Ukraine loves sending gymnastics people, right? This fucking guy, unbelievable. 
Yeah. How long he could do a handstand, one-handed. I mean, he would stack these chairs. I mean, literally two stories high. Yeah. And and headstands and I mean, it was uh, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah. In, in my and we were in the second row, but someone said, you know, there's really not the way the show is. There's really not a bad no. seat in the house, and we almost felt like. We wish we had been a few rows back because there was so much going on all around us, you know, to be able to see it all. But for whatever reason, man, the girls were into it. And <laughs> af afterwards, afterwards, it was let's go have a drink together. And we laughed and we had a good time. And then um, uh, had, at some point, one of us said, hey, well, would you girls join us at the craps table? And you did. Yeah. And we had a, I mean, the girls were laughing. We're having a good time. Jen actually played. Kat did not. You did not. No. But we were, it was a hang. And we were, yeah. we were laughing, having a good time, winning monies. Uh, until, until um, the uh, freaking dealers. Oh, my gosh. They were, they were arguing with each other. They got in a fight. And it's so weird because it craps. Like, the dealers really have to be, you realize, because they're all, like, there's so many people throwing money all over this big, long table, they have to be on the same page. Like, they kind of have to work as a team. And they were arguing with each other. And then even the pit boss, like, the, it was, like, two women and two men, and the pit boss was female, and they were, like, shouting at her, too, at the pit boss. Like, she didn't have control of the situation. She had to get on the phone and, like, call back up. It was like com bad. Like, completely ruined. Well, like, we just left. It, it killed the mood. It killed... I mean, we were just like, all right, well, let's go to bed. Because, yeah. you know, we all have to wake up at, at four in the morning to get catch our flight. Yeah. Like, I mean, to be honest with you, had they kept the good vibes, I think we probably would have stayed another hour. Yeah. Or maybe said, fuck it, let's stay up all night. I mean, because... <laughs> I mean, we were, we were having a wonderful time. Yeah. And then literally these women, well, I don't know why you did that. And I don't want to do that. And you should have been over here and you should have been over there. And, and I'm telling you to pay him. And, and here's the money right here. I mean, like a full freaking argument. I'm sitting there going, is, is this real? Is this what's going on? And yeah. I, we even looked at the pit boss. We go, Hey pit, come on, help us out. And then the pit boss was on the phone doing something and then arguing with them. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Completely yeah. killed the vibe. I mean, completely. So we went to bed, wake up to come home because we didn't, we didn't want to be away from the kids. I mean, the goal was to like go in jam pack it real quick and come back. To be honest, after like, I feel like after two or three nights in Vegas, it's a lot. You like really got to pace yourself. If you're going to be there longer than that, make sure you have naps, you know, you, you do two days or four days. Why four? Because day three, mm -hmm. you just go, you just tell everybody, y'all do whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever y'all want to do, do. <laughs> yeah, Just that's chill, true. relax. That's true. Meet up, whatever. Day uh -huh. three, just whatever. We leave day four, right? Yeah. Um, or you do two days and you go, we're going fucking hard, right? Yeah. So that's what we did. We went, we went hard. Um, and then our plan was, okay, we'll be back to the kids by the time Garrett gets out of his camp. And then, oh, dude, it's fucking miserable. 4.30 in the morning. We're all tired. We've been beat up. Every, nobody's talking. <laughs> we get in the car. While we're on the way to the airport, they're like, your flight is delayed until 2 p.m. We're like, oh, my God. I, would, I really would have loved to know that. Before we were en route Before to the airport. Before we already made plans yeah. to wake up. And so we check in and then go back and all of us just Went pass back to out. sleep. Yeah. We just fucking pass out. 
and, and get some sleep. So that was the only bump. I, I told you, it would have been perfect to have gotten on that early flight. Yeah. Been home by one o'clock, pick up our son and, and see our kids yeah. um, by three o'clock. Instead, we ended up getting home at seven o'clock. Yeah. As opposed to, to two o'clock. But that was the only um, little bump in the road that we had. But I, I, I do think that, I don't know about you, but I, I really enjoyed my time with you. Oh, I had a great time, I, baby. You know, I really, en- it was and amazing. I think both of us really needed um, a date two days together. Yeah. You know, um, and, I, and I think it's important for a marriage. I think. You know, and, and that's one of the things that I, I you know, I talked to Garrett because Garrett said, well, dad, why do you and mom have to go without us? And I said, well, son, and I always try to, I treat Garrett like an adult, you know, and I talked to him like an adult and I said, well, yeah. you know, I love your mom and I want to stay in love with your mom. And in order for me to stay in love with your mom, we need time together. Yeah. You know, we need time to spend where it's just me and her, where I can take her on a real date. And Garrett goes, oh, I understand that. You know, yeah. I, I, use, I, I understand that you want time with mom, you know, so it, it, I did need it. And, and I encourage couples to, you know, to take a step back from the pace of life sometimes. Yeah. And go, OK, it has to just be me and my wife. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's hard to give all the all the categories, the attention that they need. And sometimes. Just saying, I'm just going to focus on this one is really good. Well, really and like you said, I think some couples, they do like, okay, we're going on a date night. They do. I know couples who do a weekly date night. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just that, right? Maybe it's a, hey, we're going to go on a real date. Yeah. We're going to get that babysitter, right? We're going to go. And I, and I think that, that my show is that for a lot of people. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm going to go with my wife and uh-huh. another couple, and we're buying tickets to Steve Trevino. And we're going to sit there and we're going to have a laugh together and, and laugh about our relationship. Yeah. And the things that we're going through and enjoy a night out away from the kids. Your show is great uh, for that. Adult humor. You know, and it was funny because, again, uh, there was a, a quite the debate on my Instagram about, you know, why do you need to curse? And, and it's like, guys. My oh, sh- I didn't see it. My show is so far from raunchy. And it is all I can say is that my show is strong language. But. It's, it's people act like they don't hear that language every day, you know. Well, and, you know what? I, th- like, I think people just people like to know what they're getting into. That's why I think it's great that we said, "Look, Absinthe is an amazing show. We would go back and see it again a second time." But it is very raunchy. So if that's not your thing, you're not gonna like it. I, I but think I it's think, silly. Well, like I you're think, you're an adult. You're a grown up. There's no kids around. It's that's Vegas. what I was gonna say. I think sometimes people think, especially like with social media or with your act, they see a little clip and because there's no, but there's it's like, no language in it, they think a, that when they get to the theater, that's it, gonna be the same it's thing. It's like me if I do radio. You won't yeah. hear a bad word out of my mouth when I do radio. When I coach Little League, when I coach baseball, right. you will not hear a bad word come out of my mouth. When I coach football, which I'm coaching flag football right now, you will not hear a bad word come out of my mouth. Yeah. When I coach jujitsu, you will not hear a bad word come out of my mouth. It's where, where is it appropriate, right? Yeah. You know, and to me, a comedy show, if I drop an F-bomb, you know, every once in a while, get over it. Like, it, yeah. it, it's adults, we're all grown-ups, you know? I think it just depends on how you grew up and what you're used to, because I, I use language, too, and I notice that, like, when I'm in a group of women sometimes and I drop an F-bomb, like, sometimes I can see something on one of their faces, and I'm like, oh, I probably rubbed them the wrong way a little bit because... 
I use language. But for me, I feel like that's the New Yorker in me. Do you know what I mean? Like people use language like that all the time and don't think twice about it. But if you grew up in the South and you're very conservative or, you know, I, I can see how it like catches uh, people off guard. I, I think it's silly. You know, I mean, I don't even... I don't even care. I mean, if people curse in front of my son or around my kids, like that, that doesn't even bother me. That doesn't because, bother me because either. I teach. But that's because we use those words. But we use those words. But I teach my kids, like, no, dude, you can't use those words. Those words are not for you. Yeah. And adults use those words, and you are not. But I think you're right. I think there's a there's a time to use them, and there's a time not to. And and, and then for, sometimes and, we just don't care. And for me, it's like dude, we're all adults. Like, I mean, you know. And I get it, you know, and we've had the comment before on this podcast where they're like, do you need to use the F-bomb? And I'm like, uh, well, I'm sorry, but that's how we talk. And, and yeah. me and Renee are having a, a real conversation. Uh, I grew up around the words, you know, so it doesn't like nothing. By, but even the raunchy stuff at, at Absent, to me, it's Vegas. You're, we're all adults. Like, yeah. get the fuck over yourself. Like, it, it was funny and she was funny and the, he was funny and... You know, it was, it, it, it did really line, um, uh, ride the line of, of raunchy, you know, but I don't know. I, I, I totally enjoyed the show. I laughed my ass off. And then again, you're, I'm looking at the audience because I'm also seeing how they're receiving the jokes and, uh -huh. and the, the vulgarity and, and the, the dick jokes and the sex jokes, and, yeah. you know, and I'm looking, I'm like, dude, there's so many old people here that if you saw them out in public, you would think, oh, there's no way those people, they seem very conservative or, you know what I mean? But. I'm also like, why does it have to be an age thing? But they were laughing their fucking asses off. Yeah. You know, at one point they invited this couple on stage for the man to give her a lap dance. And I mean, they were both in their 60s and the dude threw his shirt off uh -huh. and danced and his shoes came flying <laughs> off and. And he's like rubbing up on his wife. And we all had just a great time letting loose, being in Vegas. Yeah. You know, and, and it just, it was an awesome show. But ultimately, I'm, I'm so happy that Renee and I got to spend um, that time together. I think it was definitely a, a um, rejuvenation for us in our relationship. Yeah. Um, because we have been going through a tough time. You yeah. Know? And when you go through a tough time, you, you know, we always talk about like, unfortunately, when you're in a relationship, sometimes you're the one that has to get it and take it, my grumpiness, because you're my wife and we're together all the time. Yeah. And sometimes I have to take the grumpiness from you. Yeah. And it's just part of it. And, and as time goes by and, and you get more grumpy and you get more um, upset with your your spouse just because they're there and you forget to have moments like this, then it's just another week went by. It compounds. Another, it yeah. compounds. And another week went by and another week went by. And, and, and that's the issue, right? Is that, that can you stop? Can you, can you take your wife out on a date again? Go ahead, baby, please. Oh, what do you mean? Talk. Oh, oh, no, no. It just, you know what? I, and it, I, you were the one who like scheduled it and planned this and you really wanted to do it. And I was like, I, you know, like, we're just so busy. I think there's so much going on. Um, but I am, I'm glad we did it. Even coming back, like, so excited. The kids came running in the door to greet us. They were so, so excited to see us. Um, and, and this morning, like, waking up and getting the kids breakfast and getting them off to bed. Like, you, as a mom, too, I think, just to, like, 
Because it is. It's hard to leave the kids. It is hard but, to leave the kids. But I think even this time, I feel like it was good for our kids. It was good for our kids. Leaving was hard for them, but like coming back, I feel like it was good for our kids to work through that, both of them. And, and we've done nothing but focus on them this month, you know, together yeah. with them in Hawaii, together with them, you know, kind of traveling and, and, and here at the house. We've, we've really focused on, you know, our kids and doing yeah. things with our kids and hanging out with our kids. And, you know, so this, this, uh, it, it was, and it was, I think one more day and I would have been a little irritated and frustrated to, to come back to the kids. I think that's valid info too as we're sharing about this trip is you and I have taken time away from them and if it is any longer than three days we start to get we start to get grumpy about it. We we're want like our kids ready back, to be yeah. home. We want to be with the kids. So I think that's important. I think just a short short little window if you you, you can definitely go for too long. Well you look beautiful as always. Thank we miss you. you guys so very much. Um, I am Steve Trevino. This is Captain Evil. Uh, there are still people who watch my comedy who don't know I have a podcast or that we have a podcast. So yeah. please let people know. Please tag your friends that, that you think will like it. I would like to thank Aztec Chevrolet for always being there for us and always being um, a sponsor. We love them very, very much. Give them a chance if you are in the Texas area. Um, Old Salt Coffee. We cannot live life without it now. Um, and you will see that for a drip coffee that, so you, that you get to order, it is the best. And, and we absolutely love it. Chirino 10 is the code. Download Pick Cherries to listen to our podcast, to pick cherries and send them to your friends. We love you guys so very much. We cannot live our life without you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're so appreciative. And by the way, if you ever wanted to see a Netflix filming, we're doing it Thanksgiving weekend, the, the weekend after Thanksgiving in San Antonio, Texas at the Tobin Center. See you guys soon. Thank you.